A very good morning to you from the team at Nasco Moments Radio Talk Show. We warmly welcome you to the third quarter of the year 2020. Nigeria's favorite talk show on radio, Nasco Moments, is here again. Amazing yet true. This is the first episode of Season 23 weekend of your delightful Nasco Moments radio show. Yes, we are marking our 23rd giant stride through time. Starting today and every Saturday morning for the next 13 weeks, we pledge to educate, enlighten, thrill, entertain and uniquely provide you the quality life you deserve. Unfailingly, NASCO is concerned about your well-being and that of your family. In these trying times, endeavor to take care of yourself and prioritize personal hygiene, social and physical distancing. And you must use a face mask. By the way, how many times have you washed your hands today? How many times have you washed your hands today? Almost on a daily basis, one case of rape or the other is reported across the country, with some of the victims being minors and very elderly persons. A very unpleasant and appalling situation got to a very disturbing point when a 22-year-old university student in Edo State, Vera Owaila Omozwa, was recently found dead in a church after being allegedly raped. On the heels of that heartless act was the rape of a three-month-old baby in Nasawa State. Expectedly, both incidents, in addition to several others being reported in the country, sparked off public outcry and protests by various sections of the society, including women groups and civil society organizations. According to the Inspector General of Police, cases of sexual violence against women had been on the rise as a result of lockdown caused by the outbreak of COVID-19, with 717 rape cases reported in the first five months of the year. Out of this number, 631 have been thoroughly investigated and charged to court, while the remaining 52 cases are still being investigated. With several unreported cases across the country, the situation has no doubt become very worrisome. In the first of a two-part conversation, Nasco Moments Radio Talk Show will this Saturday morning be looking at the topic, Protecting Young Girls and Women Against the Scourge of Rape, the Legal Remedies, community and family obligations. Our guest discussant is Honorable Ladi Agir Madaki, the Chief Registrar of the High Court of Plateau State and the Chairperson of the Observatory Steering Committee on Gender-Based Violence, OBSTEC. She's also the past Chairperson of the International Federation of Women Lawyers in Nigeria, FIDA, Plateau State Branch. Honorable Ladi is a trained UNICEF facilitator, a member of the Institute of Mediators and Counselors, ICMC, and a member of several other unions. Stay glued to your radio, we'll be back in no time. My name is Hudun Gyan. Ah ah, Mama Shakara. Eh? This your shabby city shine <laughs> And how don't fit? How manage? Ah, my sister. Now, Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent, not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and soap? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Mama Shakara, me too now. Brightex detergent, I go to use to wash all my clothes now. So that I go to shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Honorable Ladi Madaki, it's a pleasure to have you on the NASCO Moment Show. Thank you very much, Rudy. Okay, so by a simple definition, what is rape? Uh, rape um, 
is uh, non-consensual uh, sexual uh, intercourse uh, by a man or a woman uh, that is without her consent by force and the law also prescribes that the man a married uh, man cannot rape his wife is spelled out in the law uh, is also with her consent without her consent when the man knows that uh, he's doing it by by fraud by deceit uh, is also called rape uh, because that is uh, generally the law recognizes the fact that the basic uh, definition should be non-consent there is non-consensual relationship sexual intercourse okay. so based on your findings who are usually perpetrators of rape Perpetrators of rape uh, cut across both gender, uh, but basically, uh, you see, uh, middle-aged, older men, uh, that of young boys is usually drug-induced, but um, from studies, what has taken place around the plateau you find that uh, it's usually from middle-aged men. Okay. Is it only the female gender, though, that is a victim of rape? Does it apply to the men as well? Yes, it applies to the men, but the penal code still maintains the definition that uh, rape can only be done to a woman yeah. or a girl child. So uh, it's now restrictive. But we know that young boys are also uh, victims of sexual abuse, if I may use that word, and not rape. And then uh, it occurs also frequently uh, between boys and young boys, and then uh, younger men with boys, and then uh, generally, I think that it occurs. Okay. Yes. So what is it in your view uh, that drives people to commit rape? Uh, drive, the basic drive is really something that is uh, one can put, put his finger on, but there are uh, issues where you feel is for ritual purposes. There are issues where uh, you see that it's uh, drug-induced. There are those factors that you cannot just explain because the children, uh, they are minors. You have as low as three months. Uh, it happened here because the person fingered her. So uh, the factors leading to rape, honestly, you can't just put it in a box. There are so many factors that influence uh, people to go for uh, for to, to rape uh, young, very very uh, tender. Uh, young girls, uh, young boys, sexually abused. Then uh, for for girls in the university or girls in colleges, you find that probably the peer group thing will peer pressure or there's an a cultic um, thing that they want to belong to and then uh, they go and rape to show that um, they are man enough so there are various, various, plenty and many other factors. It certainly sounds like a complicated issue. 
Uh, but we'll delve some more into it right after this break. Listener, don't go away. Ah, ah, Mama Shakara. Eh? This is your shabby city shine. <laughs> and how don't fit? How manage? Ah, my sister. Now, Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and soap? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Mama Shakara, me too now Brightex detergent I go to use to wash all my clothes now so that I go to shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Welcome back. This is the NASCO Women's Radio Show. We're looking at protecting young girls and women against the scourge of rape, the legal remedies, community and family obligations. Our guest is Honorable Ladi Madaki. Now, what would you say are some of the medical and social implications of rape? There are so many um, medical implications, uh, but then I think that would better explained by a doctor. But then you know that um, at times there are STDs, uh, sexually transmitted diseases, and then infections. Then you have the dreaded HIV. Uh, infection. Some are also HIV positive. I forgot uh, to say that. And then uh, they are told that if you sleep with a virgin, that uh, you get healed. So you also have that factor uh, into uh, the uh, medical. But then it comes from the traditional point of view because you go to the uh, customary doctors and they tell them that. And then uh, you have the issue of trauma. The girl, girl child is traumatized, even if it's, a, it's an adult girl uh, or mid-teenager, she's traumatized. And then uh, uh, that is some of the, uh, some of the uh, things I'll say on the part of the... And then uh, the social, social aspects, actually uh, the person is withdrawn, uh, does not want to mix up. And then the issue of trauma also comes into the social aspect and then it affects the person in school, uh, relationship between uh, her and the opposite sex. And then uh, you also have uh, the person's um, performance generally, uh, the person takes to himself, withdraws generally. And then um, those issues are not uh, uh, brought out and that's why you get uh, People that are bold, even in their old age, maybe in their 40s, 50s, like my age, and then the person is now bold enough to say, yes, I was raped at so-so age. But then it also affects those relationships they have. So uh, rape uh, goes also with stigma on the other side because people don't want to say it. So it also affects you. Also have families trying to cover up. That's also the social aspect of it. They don't want the the girl child to say that she has been raped they stop her perhaps if they know they stop her from saying it uh, uh, and say okay whatever you want will provide but don't make sure uh, you don't say it out so um, those factors at the end of the day affect the uh, psychological development of that child or that teenager and then uh, you have somebody some people say they are weird but ah, they didn't cost it. But then something happened. Uh, do you think there's adequate sensitization of the public 
on these implications you have just told us about the medical and social ones? Uh, no, I don't think there is. There is, but then it's not enough, and it's uh, it's something that uh, culturally speaking, people have biases about it and say it will affect the status of their daughter if she wants to get married or, or they want to give her hand out and then this is known in the community. So you have those barriers. So there's a need to do more work to show that um, rape itself is not a, a, a disease. Uh, rape itself is not caused by the victim. Uh, rather than victimizing this, uh, the victim, we should have more support uh, mechanism placed from the community uh, level, that is at the grassroots level, up to the state level, so that uh, uh, victims of rape can find succor where uh, the, the rape has occurred in uh, or something. Uh, so how can this victim of rape deal with stigmatization? Actually, stigmatization uh, is something that the victim herself can handle because most of the time they are children uh, and then uh, but then stigmatization is basically from communities from families and uh, once you have a victim that the family is ready to support to go all out to see that medical evidence is uh, give a sticking uh, investigation by the police agencies is well done and then they give that support and then and do everything that is necessary it will change the psyche of uh, people within the communities but then where you have families uh, trying to hide and then stigmatization will go on uh, but then government must put in structures that will actually help rape victims to speak out, rape victims to have medical uh, support. Because why all this is happening, I think part of the stigma is because families will still have to pay for medical bills. At times, even have to go pay for the medical bills of the perpetrator of the crime. Uh, and then uh, there is no support system. And then you go to the hospital and then you're not treated specially. And then you know that this is um, a, 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 this is something that is traumatic and then you come to the hospital the care the attention is not there and there's no particular uh, sector or section of the hospital that takes care of victims of rape or sexual abuse so it scares away uh, people reporting it also scares away uh, people saying this has happened to me because there's nothing to help you stand on your own. So to, to help cop out stigmatization, we must, government must have the will to put in structures that will take care of women, the girl, child, and minors that are, are, are victims of rape. Okay, is there anything a, a person or a community can do to prevent rape, maybe personal preventive measures for members of the public? Yeah, there's a lot uh, that uh, people can do at the community level. Uh, they must put in uh, their own uh, reporting mechanism and, and they must also educate uh, women. We know that women are trailblazers. Women are keepers of the home 
and then uh, women are, are said to careers of nations. So women have groups in communities they belong to, either in church, either in mocks, either in um, community meetings, communal meetings. They can actually discuss these things more often because rape has now become a pandemic, just like we have uh, uh, COVID-19. They can discuss this uh, to, to put in measures. And then parents also can put in measures and to, to, to be closer to their children. I'm also happy that uh, this pinnacle that we have of 2017 also puts a duty on um, household. So where a parent is negligent, even respecting uh, the rights of the child can also be tried, okay. convicted and sentenced. Right. So uh, we must also have codes with our children and teach them how to really protect their body parts uh, we we'll also stop that mm. and teach them also have to maybe probably even since in the communities you have farmlands and vast lands you teach them also to have whistles on them put in measures so if uh, communities can uh, on their own initiate think on what modalities we can put in place to protect our young girls, I think it will go a long way because they can do it also. Oh, they will certainly need some guidance on how to go about that. But I'm sure that will be fantastic for the girl child if communities can adopt these measures. Uh, listener, this is the NASCO Moments radio show. Join us again after this. For your brightest wash, brightest. Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans deep stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. You are on to your favorite NASCO Moments radio show. Our guest today is Honorable Ladi Madaki. She has been sharing very valuable thoughts on protecting young girls and women against the scourge of rape, the legal remedies, community and family obligations. So we'll continue the conversation at this point. And what are some of the signs parents can watch out for, which indicate that the child might be undergoing sexual violence or abuse? Okay, uh, they vary, but mostly uh, children going through abuse will always be scared. Uh, they don't want to, they get withdrawn. If a child is doing well in school, he drops back. And then uh, it's also good for parents to, to give their children baths because once a child is also a child, I'm talking about someone from 13 under. Uh, once uh, he's taken care of by uh, taking her bath, you can easily notice it because at least once the water gets to those parts, the children will, the child will show some sort of pain. And then if if the parent parents are always around, you see a difficulty in walking. Uh, if a child is someone that loves to hug or comes around you, immediately that child will stop doing that. And then um, if uh, 
eating of food, the child will also withdraw from that. And then uh, you also see the child changing because certain things are happening. And then the child does not really understand what those things are. So uh, the child behavior generally will change. And then for bigger girls, at times you find that they, they, they also shy away from you, the mother or the father, they shy away. And then for others it's different, they get more bold. Uh, they get more bold to talk uh, to their parents and uh, because uh, we're different, so reactions differ. So others are more bold, they may talk harshly, uh, they may want to break all the rules at home. If you set up standards, they will break it. So you should know that something bad is happening to the child, whether drugs or the child is being abused. Mm. Okay, can you help us understand why uh, cases of rape are hardly reported? Yes, hardly reported because even the courts, the, the, the basic problem is from the investigative process. The investigative process uh, is quite painful. I know as, as a woman, uh, when I had to take some tests related to my sexual parts and uh, uh, what I had to go through, uh, to me, uh, is also painful. And then to think that a, a young girl is um, raped and then she has to go through all the rigors of going through her body parts uh, to get evidence and to, to take out the sperm and then now that we're 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 so uh, bad our value system is so bad and it's so uh, chaotic you see people are uh, going to even uh, even where a victim a perpetrator of crime is caught at the scene of the crime uh, you get them denying it so you have to go an extra mile to get the dna even of the spam so uh, it's difficult it's painful to go through the investigative process and then the investigative process also has the issue of financing and then nobody is financing it you find that at the end of the day it's the parents that are also financing the perpetrator to find out whether he has stds that is sexually transmitted disorder, yes, HIV, and so on. So it's really painful on that angle. Then when you move to the to the to the court system, the court system is also not friendly because uh, everything is evidence based, and then it is more the victim at trial than even the perpetrator because it's proof beyond reasonable doubt. So the, the law is such that does not even help. Uh, the victim. So you find that it, and it also takes time uh, in the court. You have adjournments, you have this, and so on. So uh, basically, uh, uh, families, uh, victims of rape are frustrated with the system. And then uh, we have a lot of laws. Uh, the penal code is there, provides a punishment for 21 years or life imprisonment. Child rights law is there in Plateau State. Uh, it provides a punishment for life imprisonment in, in, in rape. But then what measures are there? We do not have a special court that handles sexual offenses. We now know that we are moving forward. Uh, you could, just like you mentioned the Lafayette issue, the governor has gone ahead to provide for a mobile court that will handle sexual offenses. So we need to have the willpower to do more. And then the Ministry of Women Affairs should also do a lot of sensitization to help uh, 
in policy direction of government because if we do not have good policies in place it also affects and also increases the trauma that families go through i know of a student in the university of jos somebody raped and up till today that trial is going on that's about 4 years going so she has graduated and she's moved. so you can imagine you can imagine the effect it has on family and victims and then if at the end of the day evidence is not enough to convict that person goes free so at the end of the day families feel okay we stayed this long can we hold any longer because we are coming and going we are spending money and nobody is supporting the process why not let it go so it affects then uh, you don't have any support from anywhere rather people are saying oh this is your daughter you're taking her to this will anybody marry her because you're trying to do what is right and then nobody sees that what is right is the right thing and then the the whole just like i said the whole system when you go to 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 to, to medical care there's no where on the plateau that you go except for those instances have to have informed you but you still pay for those services now so there is no where that you go for medical care of a victim of rape and you get it free so what will encourage someone to come forward and and report and the world will encourage someone to make sure that the victim the perpetrator of rape is sentenced right. and faces his trial okay there are so many more issues uh, to discuss we'll have to continue in the second part of this program uh, we're indeed very grateful to you honorable lady madaki for sharing your thoughts with us on the nasco women show today Thank you. And I sure hope that uh, these insights uh, which have been given this morning will assist the listener to understand what rape is all about and some of the medical and social implications. As we end the show, we encourage you listener to follow www.facebook.com/nascogroup or on Twitter use the handle at @nascogroup. Uh, we want to hear from you. Please send your feedback on any aspect of the Nasco Moment show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. This week on the Nasco Moments Trivia, the question is, what act was created with the primary purpose of giving boundaries and help for local authorities and other entities to better regulate official intervention in the interests of children within the FCT, which is now being adopted by most states? in Nigeria. Send the correct answer via text to the number 0805-774-7777 and include your full name and exact location. Last week we asked you to name the condition caused by an inflammation of the glomeruli. The answer is glomerulonephritis and our winner is Abdurrahman Samuel from Basa. Congratulations. We'll call you and tell you how to claim your Nasco gift basket. The Nasco Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by Nasco Group. It was created by Unimark Limited, marketing communications consultants, executive producers, Nasco Marketing Department, producer Harun Audu, research and content development, George Palm, Harun Audu and Malau Silvanus, production coordinator, Solomon Audu, Malau Silvanus and Deborah Kaladima. I'm Gudungya and join us next week for the second and concluding part of this very interesting conversation. <music>